In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Crime under Josh Shapiro has gone up 37%. The murder rate, the homicides have gone from 277 back in 2016 to just under 600 last year. He doesn't want to talk about how he looked the other way when, when Philadelphia and other cities burned. You know, the mostly peaceful protests that the media has told us about, mostly peaceful. They don't want to talk about the fact that racism is being taught in our schools. They are raising our kids to hate each other based off your skin color. Under Josh Shapiro and his administration, we saw this. He doesn't think you, as a parent, have a right to have any say in your children's education. Democrats want to call any parent who speaks loudly or passionately or emotionally at a school board meeting as a domestic terrorist. They don't want to talk about cancel culture and about taking your First Amendment rights. They don't want to talk about the mandates in COVID and the shutdown. They want us to forget that. Many of you had to sit through that horror of trying to communicate with your loved ones through glass windows. And we held several rallies for these, these dear loved ones uh, on the steps of the Capitol. They don't want to talk about how Tom Wolf, you remember, he came out in Philadelphia on the 3rd of June, 2020. He gave that speech. You can gather in groups of 25 or, or less, but 26 come together, COVID will smite you down. Literally, the next day in Harrisburg on the 4th of June, there he is marching in defiance of his own edicts with thousands of people at a BLM rally with a Blue Lives Murder sign behind his head while he's protected by two plainclothes state police officers. They don't want to talk about how they blocked every independent investigation we try to launch into the 2020 and 2021 elections. But one thing they don't know is that we are the voice of the people. I don't see anyone extreme in this room here. I just see Americans that love their country and want to hand over their country a little bit better than how they got it from their mom and dads. I see people here that don't want to see the greatness of America diminish. I see people in this room here that want the same opportunities available for their kids and grandkids that we enjoy. So, you know, all the hit pieces out there, you're not going to scare us off. You're not going to shut us up because we're not doing this for ourselves. What's our strategy going forward to win? It's very clear. It's, it's to tell you the truth and how we're going to transform Pennsylvania to make it a place where everyone can walk as free men and women and live lives as they, as they see fit, and not as a governor or president or a magistrate sees fit. God has blessed our state with great resources underneath our feet. So the first thing here is opening up our energy sector. On day one, on 17 January next year, 
we're going to be out of the regional greenhouse gas initiative. Day one, it's done, it's over. We're going to open up our energy reserves here and bring prosperity to our state like you've never seen before. All executive orders and restrictions that destroy businesses and infringe on your freedoms will end on day one. I'll roll back the regulations to get government off your backs out of your wallets. Right now in Pennsylvania, we have 153,000 state regulations. I will hold state officials accountable for enforcing the law and prosecuting crimes. I will have the backs of our men and women in uniform, our first responders and police and law enforcement. Under Mastriano, critical race theory will be done on day one. There'll be no more jabs for jobs. In other words, your livelihood will not depend on a government-mandated vaccine. And under Mastriano, we will ensure that Pennsylvania elections are free and fair. We're going to bring freedom and safety back to Pennsylvania, not just for Republicans, but for all men and women in our state. We are the birthplace of our nation, Pennsylvania. We're the seed of the nation, as William Penn said in 1682, where the light of liberty was lit in 1776. That's Pennsylvania. What a legacy we have here. Wow. Absolutely Wow. If that does not if that does not represent <clears throat> everything that we have said here on LFA TV that America is far from dead, America is alive, America is here still, the values that we hold dear and near to our hearts, our constitution, our bill of rights, it's all still here. It's the people that are asleep, but videos like that wake them up. I'm not saying videos like that change a Democrat into a Republican. I'm not saying videos like that change a Democrat into a Republican, but I am saying that those that are, are, are leaving the Democrat Party, those that are, are making the decision not to be an independent, it's not because they watched that video. It's because of the policies of the Democrats that are in charge that are making people flee from that kind of life. But that kind of video, that kind of a uh, campaign message, that kind of hope, that kind of a godly man or woman can be there for when these people flee. When these people flee, they need to come to something. They need, to, they need somewhere to go. They need some kind of a political sanctuary to go to. And when you're talking about people like Deg Mastriano, when you're talking about people like Carrie Lake, you start to see America is still alive. When you start to hear, or when you hear people like Ron DeSantis, you start to realize America is very much alive. As a matter of fact, it never went anywhere. It's just been put to sleep. It's like the Democrat Party and the Rhinos and the Uniparty Republicans gave it an injection of morphine and just made it go to sleep. But we are waking up. So many people are waking up and they're having that message. And I will remember, I'll never forget the very first time that I heard Doug Mastriano speak. It was when Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis went there and had a hearing in front of the Senate or a meeting in front of the Senate to say, look, here's what your power, here's the power you have to not allow this to happen. And I'll never forget Doug Mastriano's uh, poise uh, during that, uh, during that uh, hearing, meeting, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I'll never forget his closing speech that day. That right there, that closing speech that he gave that day where he was talking about Jesus and God and how America needs to go back to that, I became a fan. Then I became a friend. Then we've had him on the show multiple times. What's he been on the show? Three times? I love that. I love that man, and I love what he stands for. Ladies and gentlemen, Pennsylvania and New York are, in our, are, are within our grasp. They're within our reach. They are. Pennsylvania and New York can be flipped. This is not a, t a pipe dream. This is not a, a misleading statement. If Pennsylvania and New York can be flipped, ladies and gentlemen, we save this country and we have the opportunity. If you're in New York or you're in Pennsylvania or you're in any of the border states and you have time and you want to help, now's your time. We have 40 days to slow the spread of stupidity. 
40 days to slow the spread of, of stupidity. And that means you have time to get involved. You have time to knock on doors, call people, uh, be a brand ambassador, uh, campaign for them online. Do whatever you can. Everything that you do here, all the rumbling and the sharing that you do, if you did that for these candidates, it would help them out so very much within these next 40 days. So I am asking all of you, if you're not involved, please get involved. Do not be one of those people that go, I just got so much going on. You're not going to have a country where you have so much going on pretty soon. And one of our, we have a guest coming on today, Anton Hale, and him and I had a long conversation about this the other day, about what you can do, about how you could stop the spread of communism in your communities right now, today, this very minute, or I guess as soon as life from America is over. So we're going to have him come on today and we're going to talk about that. 40 days to slow the spread of stupidity and we can literally, literally on paper, officially flip Pennsylvania and New York to the way it's supposed to be. I would like to sing a happy birthday, if I could, right now to Wanda. So if everybody could please join in with me. I'm losing my voice a little bit from all of the, uh, you know, heated moments over the last few days. Uh, but let's sing a happy birthday to Wanda. Off the, off the uh, heels of such a great, inspirational, and encouraging video, let's all sing happy birthday now to Wanda. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wanda. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Wanda, and many, 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 many more. We've got Rena that says, I lived through the storm. What a nightmare. Yes, we'll talk about that a little bit today. We've got JL Jazz in the building. We've got Kara Alba. God bless you. Lulu Red is watching. Holly is watching. Evie Rosewood. J.A. Uh, Fish 51, Cindy Lou, who is in the building, Victoria is here, Rockin' Robbins is here, Miguel Ortiz is here, let's go see who's on Getter, we've got uh, uh, L. Love says, I love Doug Mastriano, voted in, uh, in Pennsylvania, Vessel is here, USMC Proud Mom is here, Mark Stengel is here, Pauly, uh, Paula Woody is here, Grizza Adams is here. Prayer Warriors here. It's my parents' 60th wedding anniversary. How very special. Bev1958 is watching. Leslie Lugo is watching. I will ask a couple times today, folks, but I think we all get it by now. We need to always stay in that top 10 on Rumble. And how we do that is, is rumbling the video, liking the video, sharing the video. If you don't have a boxing glove and you only have a plus sign, hit the plus sign. If you have a, a, a boxing glove, hit that. And if you have a thumbs up, hit that. They all equate to the same things. Rumbles. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, if you get every single show on LFA TV in the top 10, there's a big surprise. And it's actually for all of you. A surprise for all of you. Not nothing that I'm going to unveil. Not, not, not a video. Something that I'm physically going to give everybody who wants it. If you guys can all go rumble each and every show and get them in the top 10. You get me in the top 10, both shows. It should be that easy to get every other show on LFA TV in the top 10. So that's your homework for the day. And I would like to tell you before we go to the verse of the day, our, our plans for LFA TV. Election coverage. When there's big elections, we're going to be doing elect election coverage. We will be live doing our own election coverage. We are going to be at Trump rallies. Big time. And we're going to be coverage, live coverage from uh, the Trump's, uh, Trump's uh, rallies starting uh, probably in January. Our first event we're looking to do is uh, America Fest, AmFest in, uh, in, in Arizona, TPUSA's AmFest in December. We're going to be doing documentaries starting in January. We are going to just, uh, add weekend programming different from what you see here on LFA TV today which will include some of our hosts and other people. There's a lot of big plans for LFA TV, but you need to be involved. You need to be as uh, supportive as you have been. I'm not asking for any more monthly donors than the ones that we're already missing right now. We're, we're about 65 to 70% of our monthly donations. Sponsors are filling in the gaps. We're also going to ask sponsors to help us to fill in the gaps when we go to these events so we can afford to send people there. So we're doing a lot of things, folks. And we want to make sure that this family is really 
You guys are the driving force. You guys are in the, at the wheel. You're steering the wheel. We're not. We're just doing what you, what you have us do and what God has us do. So we got a lot of plans for LFA TV. We've got 805 rumbles. We've got 3,300 people watching. Let's ramp it up and let's get to the verse of the day. By the way, if you want any of these uh, giveaways, the, uh, the air purifier giveaway or anything else, and if you want 20% off any item on LF on uh, JeremyHarrell.com at all times, then all you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is make sure you're attached to that uh, newsletter, okay? Make sure you're attached to the newsletter. And speaking of the newsletter, let's go there now. Give me just one second. Let's pull it up here. This morning's newsletter was be a lifesaver today. Be a lifesaver today. How can you be a lifesaver? Jeremy, how am I to be a lifesaver today? Well... We're going to explain that. I feel, I've been feeling distant from God lately. I think I've been focusing so much on LFA TV and making sure that all the shows go off without a hitch, making sure all the hosts are, are comfortable and everything's running good, talking with all these sponsors, trying to fill in these gaps. I think I've been so very busy, I feel distant from God. And even though I talk to God multiple times a day, I feel like I'm not focused on him enough. Do any of you ever get that way? I'm sure you do. The good thing about being a Christian is that we are pulled back onto that path almost immediately. It's like you know you're missing something in life, but you just don't know what, and then you realize it. It's God. So if you feel this way, if you feel like I do, there is a remedy for it, and it's simply just go back and immerse yourself into the Word. After the show today, I'm going to do just that. Before my workout, I'm going to do just that. I feel, I feel a little empty lately, and, uh, and I, need a, I need a big dose of the Holy Spirit. So uh, be a lifesaver today. That's why, I, that's why I titled this this way. And the verse of the day is going to come from Isaiah 35, 3 and 4, which says, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong and fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Today, I want you to be a lifesaver to somebody. I'm not just saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. If I could literally say each one of your names, look you in the eye, and say I want you to be a lifesaver today, that's what I'm doing right now. I want you to be a lifesaver today. And what do I mean by that? Well, it's not likely that someone will be in such immediate danger of death that you just happen to be at the right place at the right time and pull somebody from a burning car. However, it's very likely that somebody you know today needs help. And the mere act of calling somebody that you know that's having a hard time, you can give them inspiration. You can give them encouragement. Or just tell them that you love them. And that you were there for them when they need you. That is likely. And guess what? You can save them from despair today. You can save them from depression. You can save them from the fear that they have or anxiety. And how do you do that? Well, by showing them the same thing that Jesus shows you every day. Love, compassion, mercy, and grace. That's what we all need. And yes, some of us need money. And look at all the people that this Live from America family has helped this year. $50,000 worth. However, it's not the money that they'll ever remember. That comes and goes. They spend it on bills. It's the action that you took. It's the action of kindness. It's the action of compassion. It's the action of love. You can be a lifesaver in so many ways. You can also be a lifesaver multiple times a day. One thing that Jesus did was walk this earth saving people's souls and saving them from the problems of their life. This verse tells you exactly how to do it. Strengthen them with the words of encouragement. Strengthen them with the words of Jesus. Lift them up with the gospel. Be a lifesaver today. And let's thank Jesus for the Holy Spirit within us. Thank you, Lord, for saving us so that we may save others. Thank you for being you. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. Folks, let's go to the Lord now and let's say the Lord's Prayer together. And remember to be a lifesaver today and think about how you can do that. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I want you to remember that cold open video today. I want you to go back and watch it again after this show is over and after Mike Crispy's show is over. I want you to remember that America is live as we do this uh, show today. America is live and America is alive. The traditions, the values, God, the Ten Commandments, Jesus, everything. It is alive and well. It lives within you. All it takes is for you to get loud. Amen? All right. First and foremost section of the day, lift your cups up and let's have our first slurp. Here we go. I really need your help. I need your help more than you know. We have 3,500 people watching on Rumble. The reason why so many people do not come in these days is not because of my my, uh, rhetoric or language. It's because merely they're not getting notifications. I spoke with Rumble about notifications today. And in the very near future, in the next few weeks, maybe a month, push notifications will come out so that everybody's notified that the show is live. Until then, I need your help more than you know. Please share it out and let's get busy because the first and foremost section today is going to focus again on what's going on with President Donald J. Trump, the special master, and where we are now with the update. And the latest update is Trump's legal team has claimed that Biden's ear... um, Illegal and illegitimate Department of Justice literally misled the court and actually seized 200,000 pages of documents from Mar-a-Lago. Now, do you remember when Donald Trump was getting interviewed by Sean Hannity the other day? And Sean said, are you sure that you know everything they took? Are you sure that you know? And Donald Trump said, we don't know what they've taken, really, and we don't know what they've given back. It's that much of a mess. I've got my team on it 24-7. We don't know what they've taken, and we don't know what they've given back. Well, now, last night, President Trump's legal team filed uh, filed a motion saying that Biden's corrupt DOJ actually seized 200,000 pages of documents, and they misled the court by telling them they only seized 11,000 documents. Why would they do this? They would do this to keep everything that they have. They would do this to make the court not aware of everything that they took. They would do this because they're liars, they're illegal, and they're illegitimate. That's why. Trump's lawyers alleged that the 11,000 documents actually tally up to 200,000 documents, which is why so many vendors have declined the potential engagement. Quote, at the status conference before the special master, the plaintiff suggested that the dates put forth in the draft case management plan were unlikely to prove feasible in terms of both the likely start of the document flow and the man hours necessary to review more than 11,000 pages of documents. And that's what Trump's lawyers wrote. Now you remember, based on just the 11,000, that Judge Raymond Deary actually got third-party outside help from another judge in order to go through these documents. But there is no way that they can go through these documents. There is no possible way if there's actually 200,000 of them or 900, I mean, um, 189,000 pages more than they originally planned for. The problem is compounded by the fact that when plaintiff's counsel referred to either 11,000 pages or 11,000 documents during the status conference, And by the way, they're still waiting on the transcript. The government chose not to interject with an accurate number. In conversations between plaintiff's counsel and the government regarding a data vendor, the government mentioned that the 11,000 documents contained closer to actually 200,000 pages. So if Judge Deary never reached out for somebody else to help him, then the government would have never been forced to say this. In short, Seasoned IT professionals who routinely work on large-scale document productions with the government cannot meet the government's proposed schedule 
And it was never realistic for the government to suggest such a narrow time frame. I wonder if some of you understand where I'm going with this. I'm going to read the rest of this, and I want you to see if you understand where I'm going with this. Consequently, the plaintiff respectfully suggests that the, your honor, the, the judge, and the parties will be best served by having the retained vendor convey a supportable time frame for scanning roughly 200,000 pages into a platform and also provide a breakdown of rollout quantities and proposed deadlines. It would be better to base deadlines on actual data and not wishful claims and, and wistful thinking by the government, they added. The FBI had no right to invade President Trump's home in the first place. As attorney Mike Davis noted a month ago, the FBI's raid was unnecessary, unprecedented, and unlawful. And earlier this week, the FBI admitted in court that it had misrepresented the number of documents that it had taken from the home. We also know that the FBI didn't just legally steal President Trump's property, that the FBI also inserted documents into the inventory of documents obtained to make the scene appear like the president had classified documents, which he didn't. So the fact that they, uh, that they inserted documents that they never took and made everybody believe that they did take, the fact that they did not, that they under, uh, understated or misrepresented the, the amount of documents taken by 189,000 documents lets me know one thing and one thing only. And it's exactly what we've been saying. I hate to pat myself on the back, but it is what it is. This was never meant to indict or arrest Donald Trump. This was never meant to make it look like Donald Trump committed or, or, or to make it. Uh, this was never meant to actually prove that Donald Trump did any crimes. This was only to make it look like Donald Trump committed crimes. This was only a smear campaign to make it look like President Donald Trump did something wrong. They know he never did anything wrong. You know he never did anything wrong. The judge is now figuring out that he never did anything wrong. Everybody knows except for the brain dead, brainwashed, liberal Marxists who nonstop listen to people like Don Lamont. So you can at least rest well knowing that there is no legal recourse here against President Trump. And this is just another story that backs that up. And I'd like to thank Christina Layla for that story because she's absolutely right. In lead, and, and she never, she never uh, closes off that story with what I just did. But her exact reporting lets me know that that's exactly the case. So there is your update. It's another entrapment uh, fail, just like they did with Matt Gates. It's only a smear campaign to make him look bad. Okay, so there's your update on the on the President Trump FBI case. It's going nowhere fast because there's nowhere to go because there's no there there. Yes, release the video footage. So here's the problem with the video footage. President Trump is actually <laughs> President Trump is actually granting the request of the FBI not to release it. He's granting the request of the FBI not to release it. But the reason why President Trump is granting the request of the FBI not to release it is because he doesn't want anybody harmed or injured. He's actually doing it for the safety of the FBI people at the request of the FBI. However, I don't think President Trump is that stupid, and I think he'll release it when he needs to. Right now, he's, he's beating the brakes off him in court. Why would he need to release it right now? I would like to thank Mary Alexander from Spokane, Washington. She just donated $500. She said, I love your show. I love your grit and determination. Not a lot of news about Jay Inslee in Washington State. We need to get him out. Well, a matter of fact, a matter of fact, there's a lot of uh, right side uprising in Washington. And I think you're right. I think we need to focus a little bit more on that. I'd also like to thank uh, Kalia. She said, Jeremy, did you get my email? Rant for Eli's lunch. Um, I'm not sure what email you're referring to, but I did answer a lot of emails last night. If you were one of those that got an email last night, you probably got it around 11 o'clock at night. But uh, thank you very much for the $20 for Eli. Uh, he does need to eat. Uh, anyway, 
I want to move on to Illinois real quick before we bring on our guest, because uh, Illinois is already gearing up for massive mail-in election fraud. Uh, We knew this was going to happen. We did not say mail-in election fraud was not going to happen. We said that mail-in ballot election fraud was not going to be able to happen in the swing states the way it did in 2020. However, Blue states like Illinois are still doing everything they can to steal the election coming up in 40 days. And now an Illinois regulator warns that half a million mail-in votes will delay the election up to two weeks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the election results, I should say. You are not going to hear about your election results in the state of Illinois probably up to two weeks after the election because of mail-in ballots. You think this is not, uh, you think this is an accidental? You think this just happens to be a coincidence or you think this is by design? Completed vote uh, by mail ballots must have a postmark no later than election day of November 8 to be counted. That should be actually, that should be October. That should be in October, like October 26. You should have two weeks. With the bulk coming in from where? Guess where? Cook County. The biggest Fraud city in the world, Chicago. More than 463,000 vote-by-mail ballots could be in the mix for Illinois' November 9th election, or November 8th election, delaying the election outcomes by up to two weeks. Well, here's my, it's a very simple solution for these numbnuts in Illinois, and I'm from Illinois, and I understand how bad it is there, okay? Here's a very simple solution. Hire people right now. Start counting them right freaking now. What in the H-E double hockey sticks is that corrupt piece of crap state doing? How hard is it to hire people right now? Okay, how hard is it? If there's mail-in ballots already getting ready to come in or, 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 or we know there's going to be an influx of them and you're like, we don't know how we're going to count them. Hire people, you idiots. How hard is that? But they're not going to take that. They're not going to heed that right now. They don't want to hire anybody. They want it to be a problem. So if I was in the state of Illinois right now, I would be screaming at the top of my lungs to the election commission, to the secretary of state's office, to my legislators, get people now. I guarantee you wouldn't even have to hire anybody. I would bet you, I would bet you that there would be tens of thousands of volunteers that you wouldn't even have to pay So how hard is it? It's not hard. It is by design. The state of Illinois needs to get their stuff together and they need to get their stuff together right now. It is absolutely by design that the state of Illinois is doing this. It is no coincidence. 100% by design. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we bring in our guest, I want to talk about Field of Greens real quick. I want to give you an update. Hundreds of you have taken the Field of Greens challenge. Hundreds. And I know this because I'm literally sifting through the pictures and the emails every day. I will get to the end of them, I promise. It's just going to take a little time. And because hundreds of you are sending in your pictures, Field of Greens has has said that they will work with, as soon as I get them delivered to them, they will put them up. They will also put up your testimony. So if you have sent your, um, when you're sending your pictures, send in your testimonies. But I advocated that I wanted a gift basket to give away. I wanted product to give away to the people that can't afford $60 or $50 to get a, a canister of the Field of Greens. So what did, what did Field of Greens do? They came back and they said, we're sending you an $850 gift basket. That's what they did. They are sending me an $850 valued gift basket to raffle off and give away to somebody. So not only are we giving away the Enviro Cleanse machine that we're going to talk about in a little while, but we're also going to give away an $850 gift basket. You want to know why? Because you guys are so all about action that more people have responded to Field of Greens through a sponsorship through LFA than anybody else ever. That is how important it is, folks, that we get this message out. So when I know, when I tell you that I know we can get 5,000 people in here watching, and I tell you I know we could have 3,000 rumbles if we wanted to, and I tell you that we could have each and every show on the top 10, I know you guys can do it. I know you can. The problem is, is you're overworked. You're overworked as soldiers of God. You're overworked as soldiers for this country and this movement, and you're tired. It's time to wake up. It's time to put some field of greens in your body. It's time to get some energy. It's time to get the energy that God provided for you to have, natural energy, and it's time to get busy. 40 days to slow the spread of stupidity looks like it's slowing us down. 
Time to get busy, ladies and gentlemen. So go to fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you sign up for my newsletter. Order today, promo code LFA. And I love it. I love it. It's changed my life. And wait until you hear the testimony of everybody who it's also changed their life. All right, now I'm going to bring in my guest. I had a very good conversation with him uh, not a week ago. And uh, he said, I'd love to come on your show and talk about this. I said, I think it's a good idea. Because this show is all about 40 days to uh, slow the spread of stupidity. And Anton Hale, who works as a PR PR manager uh, for campaigns, for musicians, uh, in the music industry, in the political realm, he understands what it's going to take. He's doing this in his own home community right now. So we figured we would bring our conversation that we had, try to break it down into a 15-minute uh, segment, and kind of, kind of bring you through exactly how you can get involved and what they're doing in their community and how you can get involved in your community to slow the spread of stupidity as well. For the first time on Live from America, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to give him a big LFA welcome and do it with shares because he's a big fan of the show, and his audience is also going to be big fans of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Anton Hale. Anton, how are you, my friend? Can you hear me, sir? Anton? Are you there? I can't hear you at all. Oh, it looks like we're having some difficulties there, so we'll wait and see. What the problem is, he can't hear me and I can't hear him. So maybe he needs to go out and come back in. I'm not sure. Um, It says connecting to audio. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, sir. How are you? There you are. How are you? Thank you for joining LFA, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Well, I kind of want to, uh, I kind of, why don't you give the folks, uh, give them an introduction, who you are, where you live, and uh, why we decided to have this conversation publicly today. So my name is Anton Hale, and I am an industry public relations manager, and I do it in the music industry and for small businesses and in the political realm. So I work with candidates in my region to strengthen their campaigns uh, with branding and social marketing and representation and PR. So uh, ultimately, you know, what connected us, of course, is, uh, you know, all the problems that are occurring in our country that are affecting, you know, our economy, our small businesses, um, our American families. Uh, so ultimately, you know, we we found a connection, you know, through our through our frustration and our and our ranting and our movement, you know, uh, nationwide. You know, I think we have, you know, a, a vast degree of problems throughout our country that, uh, you know, over half of the country is is feeling. So um, we, I think we're reaching a point now where, you know, we, we've got a common consciousness and awarenessness to a problem that we all face as it's greatly affecting all of us. So, uh, you know, that consciousness is connecting all of us. Well, one thing that you and I talked about, one thing that you and I talked about was um, uh, how politics has seen to work its way into every facet of our life. Right. If you if you go and and go to go to get ice cream, it seems that politics has worked its way into people's decision to get ice cream. You know what I mean? Milk is racist. Buying land is racist. Um, You know, and and, and politics has done that. Politics has taken every little problem or every little disagreement that we've had in our life. They have politicized it and then they figured out a perfect way to 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 take the corruption and the swamp of D.C. and. not only continue to grow the size of government and grow the cancer that, that, we're, that we're experiencing, but they found a way to drive it into every one of our lives. I mean, it's like you can't go, you can't have a backyard barbecue, you can't go to a concert, you can't go anywhere without seeing it, hearing it, or feeling it yourself. How did that happen? How did we get here to the point where, where everything is politicized nowadays? And how do we keep our minds on it? How do we keep our focuses still on it but remove it from the facets of our life that it doesn't need to be in. Let's talk about that. So real, realistically, you know, as you, as you mentioned, you know, um, this problem has, has stemmed over time and it has, you know, infiltrated all institutions, our government, all three branches. And ultimately, 
you know, if we have a circumstance where we have active corruption in all three branches of government that ultimately are meant for the people by the people, uh, that's going to greatly affect the very be, uh, very people that that government is intended to represent and protect. So, um, you know, this has stemmed all the way from a federal level to a state level to a local level mm. and, and into the economy. And ultimately, it's the American people, it's the taxpayer who's going to suffer from these actions. So when we have, you know, such a vast degree of problems uh, in all three branches and and all these sidelined agencies and bureaucratic agencies off the side, you know, running operations and and uh, ultimately what we need to do as the American people is get the power back to the states. Mm. And uh, and and that's ultimately what's going to really generate a change. And we're at a point now where we've seen the effects, we've seen the results of these actions, uh, especially in the past two years. And the biggest question is, you know, for we, the American people, is what can we do? And, um, you know, getting into to what else you said, you know, there's a lot of division in politics. There's a lot of confusion. Yeah. There's a lot of disturbance. And with that distraction, disturbance and division. And confusion. Uh, that, and confusion. The confusion is the yeah, big one. Yeah. And this offsets society, you know, and ultimately when you're dealing uh, with this type of circumstance or scenario or you're dealing with opposition or you're even dealing with evil, uh, it's very important for the people to understand the functionality of evil in order to combat that evil. And that functionality is based on a foundation of manipulation, deception and fear. So when the majority of us, we the people, the Americans refuse to be manipulated deceived or placed in fear, even by our own very government, uh, it's going to be very, very difficult for, you know, these minimal few powers who work against the masses of we the people to succeed. So how are you succeeding in your community? Like we talked about this a little bit, how, you know, given power, you know, it's, 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 everybody hears this all the time. We got to give power back to the States. We got to stop the division. We got to stop, you know, what's going on in DC. We've got, those are all talking points that we all know. And since November 3rd, November 4th of 2020, we've actually uh, been able to describe how we do that. How we do that. What do we do at a, at a state level? How do we get that power back? How do, we, uh, how do we get people to wake up from the division of politics? How do, we, how do we get people to understand that our differences back and forth every four years or eight years is exactly why we're so strong? I mean, I always, I always, uh, I always use the analogy or the metaphor of a teeter-totter, Right. You need, it takes two to, to sit on a teeter-totter and go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And everybody's having a good time. Kids have a great time on teeter-totters. But what happens when one kid gets off? Well, then it just falls to one side and the game's over. So we, right. we need our differences. We need the balance. But what can we do in our communities to, A, stop the spread of stupidity and communism and actually do this thing and, 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 there's a lot of people that are 65 years old, 75 years old that watch this show. How do they get involved? What do they do? How can they make a difference so that we can keep playing the game of teeter-totter and explain to people, look, you'll win next time, I'll win this time. Our very differences back and forth is what makes this country strong. Well, I love your analogy with the teeter-totter. Uh, that's a great analogy. Uh, but the problem with the teeter-totter analogy at this point in time in our country is we have kids playing in the park and we have a socialist bulldozer coming through and uh, destroying the entire park, yeah, regardless of, of the kids, regardless of the family. True. Uh, so uh, here's, here's what we're doing in my region. Um, you know, our Republican Central Committee is strong. Uh, they are vetting candidates uh, to the T, very detailed. Wait, what state? Community. What state? What state? Just real quick for the audience. So, so I'm in the state of Idaho. Okay, Idaho. Okay. Yeah. So in in the state of Idaho, our community is very active, very involved, very conscious. Uh, we're very adamant to have daily discussions. We are not ignorant. We have a very low tolerance level to corruption, to the misuse of power, to the uh, abuse of authority. So in my region, you know, with a very strong uh, constitutional community, 
we're very adamant to stand for our rights. We're very adamant to be involved. We're very adamant to uh, to do what's right uh, based on our values and and how we were raised. And that's not just only Idaho. That's really the whole Northwest. Not so much Western Washington or the West Coast, but when you get into Eastern Washington, Eastern Oregon, uh, it is more constitutional and you see more community active response. And uh, where we've seen a big difference is the community being active, our committees being strong, uh, everybody being involved, um, and really having a low tolerance to putting up with any BS and not allowing very few corrupt yeah. uh, affect, affect the majority of us who work so hard and are really just trying to prosper and live and enjoy our lives and not uh, have interference or have a tyrannical governance coming in and interfering, especially with our children. And you know, as well as I do, uh, we're at a point now where mama bears awake and papa bears right behind her. And when you got, you know, 150 million plus uh, people that are frustrated and experiencing unrest, uh, we're all at a point of consciousness and awareness. So now it's at a point of coming together, generating more unity and uh, really maintaining a low tolerance. So you if, know, I, not if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying the best way right now locally in your communities to make sure that you're not going to tolerate the crap that comes in is by having a strong united front and doing better vetting, making sure that you understand exactly who's coming in and giving speeches or who's coming in and running for office and getting ahead of the curve, get it being what we've been saying, proactive rather than reactive, and not even allowing the evil, the cancer, to even take foothold and spread. Because once it does, it's too late. So you're saying be on top of it, be retro, or be, be, be proactive and, 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 and have a strong uh, united front and not allowing any of that crap to even fester. Like put a stop to it, put an end to it immediately. Yeah, and, and, and ultimately the taxpayer uh, makes the decision. You know, when a taxpayer, uh, when a voter is, you know, deciding who they want to support and who, where they're going to put their energy, it's very important to be detailed about it. It's very important uh, that, you know, that representative is there to represent you. So there is no problem putting pressure on them if they're going to be representing you and your community and your family. And that's what my community does. We put pressure on our candidates. Um, you know, we really make sure that they're seasoned, they're educated, they're ethical, they're oath centered. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a huge problem in our country is, you know, those who work so hard to represent we the people and are given such opportunity to represent we the people, a lot of them don't understand the oath that they commit to. And that oath ultimately is what uh, is going to retain their position of, of authority. Yeah. And uh, so we, we do need to encourage as a society that those who choose to work to represent us are oath centered, are ethical and genuinely are going to represent the people and not just get into a position for personal or political gain. Yeah, and 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 hold them accountable, get in their faces. Uh, Anton, I got up on there where people can follow you on Instagram and LinkedIn. I'll give you uh, last 30 seconds, anything that you'd like to say, words of encouragement to the people. So ultimately, you know, if I had a chance to speak to the world, I would tell the world to have no fear, uh, remain conscious, uh, be strong, remain faithful. And, uh, you know, these people, they're very few. We are the majority and uh, we are the strongest influence to the world. So as Americans, we need to be strong. We need to be good influences and we need to make a difference because we're in very, very difficult times, very dark times yeah. and very historical times. So ultimately, if we want to make a difference, it's up to us to uh, to take that initiative. Well, you know what they say, where a light shines the brightest is when there's complete darkness. So let's be lights. Let's stand strong. Let's stay faithful. Let's be uh, one nation under God. And uh, let's get out there and hold our uh, hold our local community uh, leaders responsible. Uh, Anton, thank you very much. God bless you, man. We'll have you on again. Uh, keep working in your community and keep spreading that positivity and we'll talk soon. Okay. Yes, sir. God bless. Thank you for having me on. God bless you too. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, I get uh, it's funny because one thing that I like pride this show on is bringing on people that aren't like big name, nationally named, known people, so that we can talk and have conversations with people that are all over the country. And it was funny because yesterday Eli actually got an email where a guy was like, "How come you can't get this person on? It seems like you're only concerned about having big name people on." And I'm like, "Well, there you go." There you go, folks. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. We try everything we possibly can. And then, you know, we got other people that say, you spend too much time with advertisements and sponsors, uh, but yet we can't be on the air right now if we don't have them because we don't have the donations. So it's like we try everything we can. Our goal here is to always stay Christ-centered, God-centered, give you a solution to the problem rather than being a part of the problem, give encouragement, give inspiration, get our hands dirty in the mix, just like we're asking you to do. Do not ask you to do something that we wouldn't do and work together for many hands to make light work and everything else we just got to brush off it is what it is everything else we just got to brush off Harris said I didn't hear a word he said so must I'm not understanding a word you just said <laughs> he just needs some Jeremy gumption oh okay I see what you're saying so it's great to have people on to give uh to give their um to give their their points of view of what's going on in their region Idaho we don't get very many people on here from Idaho We don't. We don't get very many people on here from Kansas. You know, we're trying to get people from all over the live from America. And since I can't be live from America, well, I I bring as many people on as I can. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we um, we need to talk about Anna Perez right now as the segue, because Anna Perez, who's got a show that's going to be coming on here on LFA TV, Wrong Think, which will air right after Mike Crispy's show. She has just been uh, basically suspended, maybe even banned from from Instagram. Uh, no shocker there, but what I'm getting at is, and by the way, follow Anna Perez on Getter or anywhere else, just so that you can keep up with her as as she comes on to do the show. But, uh, what I'm getting at is I, I, I've been warning you that if you have places like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or anything left, the crunch time on you is coming down hard. It, the, the freedom of speech crunch time is getting ready to happen and it's, you're going to see it gear up. In this next 40 days, you're really going to see it happen next year. 2023 will be the year of censorship like you've never seen before. So I want you right now to gear up for this. I want you to gear up for this because all over the world, they're trying to bring the world's uh, views on freedom of speech to America. Just like they're trying to bring all the globalist ways to America, freedom of speech is one of them. As a matter of fact... As a matter of fact, they are crunching down on freedom of speech so very hard that at the United Nations the other day, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, which is nothing but a Marxist, tyrannical, uh, crappy person, there were so many times we high, uh, spotlighted this lady uh, during COVID and all the, all the rights she took away from people. But what she said at the UN the other day should scare each and every single one of you. Why? Because it's coming to America and she said it on U.S. soil. That's the worst thing. Freedom of speech is a weapon of war. Freedom of speech is a weapon of war. Listen to this. This week, we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must, as leaders, address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same. 
to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. Wow. In these times... Wow. I mean weapons of war. She's talking about your freedom of speech. She's talking about the way you speak online to people, the way you say things. And that's coming here. You know the social credit score they wanted, the ESG stuff, the Green New Deal stuff, eating bugs, eating insects, uh, changing from, uh, from fossil fuel to clean energy, right? Even though it's way worse for the environment. Do you see what they're doing? She said this on U.S. soil. Freedom of speech is a weapon of war. And there are already states that are prosecuting people in the United States of America for things that they say because they're attaching it to say it could be an incitement of violence. Not that it was an incitement of violence. That it could be an incitement of violence. And that is how they're saying these things are weapons of war. Ladies and gentlemen, bad news bears for people that love freedom of speech. And that means you and I. So whatever you do, make sure that your Facebook accounts or whatever are downloaded, that you have all the stuff that you need off of them because they're going to shut you down, which is why you need a Getter account. You need a Telegram account. You need a True Social account. And you need a Rumble account because those places are not going to shut you down. That is where you're going to have your freedom of speech. Anna Perez locked down out of IG today, out of Instagram today. Weapons of war, ladies and gentlemen. They're coming after your freedom of speech, and they're coming after it in a way that you've never even heard of before. Now, let's also go on. That's, that's one thing they're trying to do from around the world to bring that crap to us. But what about the minister of uh, the Spain's minister of uh, equality? We've got the Spanish minister of equality now saying that children should be able to have sex with anybody they want as long as there's consent. As long as there is consent, children should be able to have sex with anybody that they want. And you shouldn't stop them as long as there's consent. And that's another thing they're bringing to this country. Pedophilia. Normalizing it. Sino para hablar de educación sexual, por ejemplo, que es un derecho de los niños y de las niñas, señoría, independientemente de quiénes sean sus familias, porque todos los niños, las niñas, los, les niñas de este país tienen derecho tienen derecho a conocer su propio cuerpo, a saber que ningún adulto puede tocar su cuerpo si ellos no quieren, si ellos no quieren, y que eso es una forma de violencia. Tienen derecho a conocer que pueden amar o tener relaciones sexuales con quien les dé la gana, basadas, eso sí, en el consentimiento. Y esos son derechos que tienen reconocidos y que a ustedes no les gusta. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. She's literally advocating that if a child wants to have sex with an adult, that's fine. As long as there's consent, freedom of speech being taken, your weapons being taken, your right to defend yourself being taken, or at least they think so. Normalizing pedophilia, coming to the United States of America, wide open borders, killing us from within side, the biggest and, and the largest sex trafficking um, uh, country in the world, America, the biggest slave state, America, pedophilia normalized, America, 15 million or 150 million people could easily die today of fentanyl. There's enough fentanyl in this country to kill every American seven times over. And you want to play games? You want to sing, oh, maybe I don't want to get involved. Maybe there's nothing that we can do. I'm not going to go vote. They're just going to cheat anyway. I'm not going to share the video. Not the time. It is not the time. Now, as we get ready for Mike Crispy, he's got uh, Roger Stone coming on his show next. You're going to want to not miss that. I can tell you that. I want to give you a quick few more updates. Number one. Do you remember the story we reported on with Vanderbilt Medical Center doing the uh, surgeries, the gender surgeries on children? Yesterday, I told you we got a big win that one of the, one of the hospitals that we uh, had reported on is literally backtracking that. Well, Tennessee Republicans got together after uh, we and many other people reported on this. Tennessee Republicans finally got together and they have sent a formal request to the Vanderbilt Medical Center to stop performing gender surgeries on children under 18 years old. And if not, ladies and gentlemen, if no action is taken, then there will be some laws against this put forward. 
So another big way that we are winning because of your voices. Not because you didn't press the share button. Not because you didn't talk about this show or anybody else's show. Because you did that. You're saving children's lives. Roe v. Wade, you think that was overturned? Because we had a few conservative judges? No, it was overturned because we put Donald Trump in there and we were loud when we did that. You think you were loud in 2016? That's nothing compared to the decibels that you're going to need to reach coming up. So that's big news. Big shout out to Tennessee Republicans. God bless them. Also, CNN is firing more employees, ladies and gentlemen, because they're just not getting the ratings. Nobody's paying them. Sponsors are dropping off left and right. CNN announced cutting more employees They're letting go a number of employees. Um, They let go a number of employees from their podcasting streaming uh, unit on Tuesdays, on Tuesday. Uh, And these series of cuts came right down from Warner Brothers and Discovery Inc. Say that it's uh, the the news causes division on CNN and we've got to get rid of it. So, ladies and gentlemen, CNN is even reforming. Why? Because of you, because of your voices, Because of your little fingers and your little action item things that you guys do. You're fighters. You're warriors. You're changing the world more than you know because many hands make light work. And before we go, I would like to ask for prayers for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Her and her husband are splitting. They are getting a divorce. It's not nothing that we should be talking about as news but as a friend and as somebody that you might uh, l- you know, look up to with Marjorie, please just reach out to her on her social media and tell her that you'll be praying for her regardless of whose fault it is. It doesn't matter. A family splitting up sucks. A family splitting up sucks. So ladies and gentlemen, please l- reach out to Marjorie Taylor Greene through social media. And if you have her number, reach out to her as well. Tell her that you'll be praying for her. And uh, because we need our fighters on the battlefield and uh, the devil is doing a lot of things right now. The devil is doing a lot of things to destroy us right now. And we cannot let that happen. A lot of division, folks. Well, that's going to do it for Live from America. Remember, Roger Stone coming up next on Mike Crispy. Remember to go rumble each and every other show here. Let's get the shows out there. Share them. Don't slow down now. Definitely don't slow down now. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Roger Stone coming up next on Mike Crispy. I love you guys. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.